This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, hey, how's it going? What are you doing over there? The election season's almost over. Election season's almost over, but the chaos won't go away. Like my song. <laughs> What's happened to the time? What day is it? It's a strange time. Election season. That's my fart noise about election season. It's just a lot. It's just a lot, right? The 2020 thing, the pandemic, the racial war, the election, the polarization. Let's see what else do I got. The lack of science, the lack of truth. They're just wanting to be a good human. The working from home, the no job, the children doing vi- virtual school, the children in the screen time, and then holding space for others along with holding space for yourself. It's fucking exhausting. I'm tired. I think that maybe this will be released prior to the election. I'm not sure, to be quite honest, or after the election, but whatever. I'm scared and worried. I don't know who the freaking next president's going to be right now. And I'm nervous and I'm excited and I'm nervous. Do I think Joe Biden can solve our problems? No, I don't. But do I think Donald Trump can solve our problems? He has proven to be extremely neglectful, so no. We talk a lot about neglect here at the WBY podcast. Neglect is traumatizing. Our safety is just on the line, and I'm just so tired of being gaslit by that dude. By, by, by all of them. And everyone is tired of being gaslit. Just putting human safety first, and I hope you do the same. I'm done with this political conversation. This is stupid. So uh, my next guest is Mandy, and she is my first repeat guest, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Mandy was on season one. If you have not listened to her story, don't listen to this. Go back and listen to Mandy's first story, please. I mean, we do recap, but it's just not the same. And the entire story of her life and who she was changed in one night. And Mandy chose not to be silent, and she chose to jump in the giant ocean of trauma that existed. And we recap all of it, but it's just, like I said, not the same. And the reason why I asked Mandy to come on and that she was willing, I super appreciated her doing this, is essentially, like, we only usually get to hear one hour of just trauma story, right? And we never get to hear, like, the other side of... Uh, what that is and the healing process that comes with it. And so when we first recorded Mandy's story, it was November, December 2019, and she had just discovered her trauma of May of the following year, right? So it was May of 2019, and we didn't put the podcast out until April 2020. I'm sure you're confused because that's a lot of dates. But I wanted to highlight and spotlight the fact that like all this trauma is new, and she's really working hard on her recovery. So this is because we often don't just get an entire hour about the actual journey of healing. And my hope is that someone hears it and maybe, you know, they're going through their own healing or maybe they've just begun or wherever you're at, that it just fills somebody with hope and inspiration because it's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, It really is. Um, I picked, I picked a quote from Andy from Vessel von der Krock. I picked a quote from Andy by author and doctor uh, Vessel von der Kock. He is the author of The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. It's a great book. I'm, I think you might be able to hear my cat Marvin. I'm not sure. It just keeps meowing. Um, as long as, so Vessel von der Kock said, as long as you keep secrets and suppress information, you are fundamentally at war with yourself. The critical issue is allowing yourself to know what you know. And that takes an enormous amount of courage. And I picked this specifically because Mandy mentions how the trauma and the experience affected her nervous system, which is incredible that she's in touch like that, right? And I do believe because she's a healer that she knows it's important. But like the average Joe or Jill like me may not understand that. I'm just learning that in the last couple of years myself. And, you know, Mandy knew she was at war with herself, and she knew she had to let it go to get it to end. She just wanted the war to end. And uh, Mandy's just an absolute badass. Uh, She's so forthright and determined and open and brave and confident, and, like, so much love is in her heart. And her ability to hold space for others with 
compassion and compassionate boundaries, essential compassionate boundaries is just so remarkable. So you get to listen, you know, to how she's navigated and managed her entire family and, and, and what that looks like. And sometimes that's why we keep the secret is because we don't know what to do, what's on the other side of that. And I wanted you to hear what's on the other side. This interview for me personally filled my soul in a lot of ways that I just can't express because I'll start crying. But I didn't realize that my first recording with Mandy was a true release to let go of the secret, right, that she's been carrying. And, you know, it meant the world to me because now I'm a part of her beautiful journey of healing and her rebirth and her new life. And I'm so honored to be deeply connected to her trauma, which is such a weird sentence, but whatever, I still am. (laughs) And to be recording the process through it. Mandy, thank you so much for coming on again and sharing what you've went through with me and with the world. And you've just moved me so much. And you continue to move me with your determination to heal. And I love you so much. Thank you, Mandy. Here we go. As always, listen to this podcast with an open heart, an open mind, and no judgment. I love you. I hope Donald Trump loses. Enjoy. So for a recap, for some of the listeners that haven't listened to um, your podcast, Mandy was on season one. Um, Would you like to give us a, I don't even know how. (laughs) I know. I'm like, let me try to summarize. A brief... (laughs) Uh, idea Uh, of what you went through and especially specifically I want to hone in on um the timing of it like like uh when we recorded you versus when you've discovered yeah yeah so I think we recorded like what was it maybe last November I think it was November yeah yeah yeah. and so it was the previous May May of 2019 um that I went into the jungles of Peru um, and sat in ayahuasca ceremony um, and uh, uncovered uh, the horrific trauma that I had been sexually abused by my father as a child, pervasively throughout my childhood. Um, So, uh, I mean, and, and I had been... I I am a healer. I had been on a healing, my own personal healing journey for years and years and years and years. Um, And it, that ultimately led me into the jungles of Peru, into the Amazon in May of 2019. Um, And uh, yeah, going there and, and being on that land, being with, those natives, um, that it was that masculine, uh, healing, actually, it was, that was a very big part of it, um, allowed me to finally pull this up out of my depths and, uh, let me know it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something I am immensely grateful for. Um, I mean, just beyond grateful um yeah and and my healing journey since then has been massive I mean from so from May to November when I talked to you I mean talking to you was a a huge um unburdening for me I don't think I realized that I don't think I realized that that was just a a massive step in my healing process. You know, it was just like, I took this thing and, and, and took it off of my shoulders and put it out into the world. Thank you so much for allowing me. Yes. Maybe to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, so it was like, I, I was no longer carrying uh, the secret, which um, was such a massive secret that I, I mean, that I kept it for myself. I mean, a secret that you keep from yourself, like that is a secret, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, damn. Yeah. yeah, that's a secret. Yeah. Um, 
So moving forward from the last time we spoke, um, which I think like even in relation to your family at that time in November, you, yeah, I think that you were, um, still on like the fence of all of it. You were still processing it and you were in the middle of it. Like that's kind of how Abs- I took it all. You were just like, absolutely. I'm here. Oh man, I was, I was yeah. so in it. And I think, I think that, God, yeah, was it November? Anyway, whenever it was, I think it was November. Maybe it was December. I don't know when I talked to you. Maybe it was later than that. Anyway, yeah. whenever it was, uh, right after I talked to you, I, um, or sometime after I talked to you again, the, the days, the months, the weeks, all <laughs> yes. blur together. Yes. Uh, I went into this sexual survivor support group for, I think we only met maybe three times and then uh, COVID hit and then we stopped meeting. Um, But that was a huge piece for me Um, moving into that group and being with this group of women. I think there were like eight of us, um, all of whom uh, just shared so many of my pathologies you know, so many pieces of me that I have my entire life been highly critical of myself for. Like, what is your deal? Why why are you so uh, scared of being seen? Why, you know, what's your problem? Why do you, why do you act this way? Uh, I mean, obviously, when I uncovered what happened to me as a child, I had a lot more sympathy for myself and a lot more understanding of yeah. why my pathologies were what they were. But being in this group of women um, who shared all of these same pathologies was so, again, like a- another unburdening, another level of unburdening. Like, oh, I am not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the things that I have done, the, 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 pieces of me that have formed in order to protect and care for myself, like they make sense. They're, they're universal. It's what we do to survive. And, and, and all of these women have had, you know, not the same, but similar experiences and, and have done the same thing to protect themselves and move forward and survive. So that was a really huge thing for me to, to be able to, just relate to other women who had had similar situations and moved through them. And, you know, um, yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Yes, you do. Linear doorway here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what am I saying? No, uh, no, no. I, no. I it's, it's like solidarity. Um, it's knowing you're not alone yeah. and like having, yeah. feeling validated and what you're feeling like just like looking in a mirror but it's another person exactly it's so huge it's it's massive it's massive it's massive yes yes um yeah so so that was a that was a that was a really awesome that feels like sort of the next big step that I took after I spoke to you and after I uh let my story out you know what I think it was is I think Maybe it maybe it released like back at the be- in the beginning of like 2020 or something. Is that when the is that when it released? So it's like I yes. recorded in November, yep. which was like a, so that was a huge thing for me. Like talking yep. to you, unburdening, telling my story, and then then the it was out. That was that it was out, and it was like oh my gosh, that's like next level unburdening because yes. now like it's really out in the world. Like I am not holding any piece of mm-hmm. this horrible secret anymore I am not carrying this around for you anymore dad like sorry buddy not my not my deal anymore um so big so so freeing so massive yeah yeah yes um and all along the way through that I think maybe either right before or right after I talked to you the first time I began working with this absolutely brilliant healer. Um, she's an Alexander technique uh, practitioner. Okay. Um, and then also just this 
like phenomenal, intuitive beast of a woman. Like just, she's just phenomenal. She's amazing. So I started working with her and Alexander Technique um, really addresses the nervous system. Uh, and when you have childhood trauma, uh, your nervous system is a little out of whack. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. So and it stays that through, way. It stays, it just, it stays that, that way. way. It's how you function. Yes. It's your strength. That is how you function. Yes. That's exactly right. Yes. So I came to realize that my state of function was a completely dysregulated nervous system. And I was really just in a constant state of freeze is what I realized. Like I was operating from a very functional freeze. I mean, like I, in the world, look like a pretty high functioning human being. But as I really began to go in, I was, I, I realized that uh, my, my function like was still in a survival mode, like pretty basic survival freeze mode. So beginning to unravel and unwind that, um, man, I mean, what a gift, what an incredible, amazing gift. Ooh. Um, I, I mean, what, what have I been through since the last time we talked? It's so much. It's so much. Um, I mean, I would say, number one, you know, you mentioned my family. And I think that the last time we talked, um, I know I had told my mother and I believe had I told, I believe I had told my brother too. Yes. Because he, yes. he asked. So, um, uh, I still am in contact with my mom and my brother. And, um, the other thing that I've realized and learning a lot about the nervous system in the last six months or so is my entire family <laughs> is very much in a state of freeze. I mean, like that was the modus is the modus operandi for my whole family, not myself any longer. Thank the Lord. Um, so, you know, it's been an interesting process. Uh, my brother and I, I love, love, love my brother dearly. Um, but everyone is, is where they are in their process and in their life and different people get to different places, you know, and our, our awareness levels are just all over the place. So, um, so my brother and I have never been people who like talk very often or, you know, it's like, it's like, I'll talk to him once every six months. And it's like, there's a lot of love there and like, we're good. Um, and so I haven't actually talked to him since, um, since I told him, okay. uh, we've texted mm -hmm. a couple of times. I mean, so it's been it's been a long time since I've talked to him. I guess it's probably been I, almost a yeah, year. I, probably. Time is, time is, time is an a, illusion right now. It's an it illusion. Is, like, it is such an illusion. Yeah. So yeah, probably been maybe almost a year since I've talked to him. Um, and that is just absolutely fine. <laughs> you know, um, I know that my brother loves me. Uh, yeah. I... Yeah. I, my brother also like lives 45 minutes away from our father and is probably going to be taking care of that old man. Like maybe he already is. I don't know, you yes. know? Um, yes. but as, as that old man's mind continues to devolve and devolve and devolve, which I would imagine it's doing more rapidly now, given the, uh, the bomb that I just, uh, ignited in our family. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, technically, I, it's, you're right. I, I only, I only pulled off the, the covers. Yes. I only exposed it. You you're didn't do anything right. wrong. I did not. You did nothing no. wrong. I, I agree with you and thank you for you're saying welcome. that. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. It's hard. That <laughs> stuff's hard. It's hard. It's in those moments of um, reprogramming. 
Yeah. It the narrative the old narrative takes over. Yeah. And you like don't even realize it. Like it brought tears to my eyes instantly. <laughs> because I was like, no, wait a minute, man. Dang, no. <laughs> it's not your fault. So yeah, you did nothing but say the truth. You told your truth. Right. Yeah. And that can be, yeah, that can be, uh, I mean, the truth yep. is, is really hard for, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it can be, it can be tricky for a lot of people to Absolutely. look at. Yep. Um, so, you know, bless my brother. I just, yeah, I love him with all my heart and I, um, I think, I think it's just honestly, I think he is just an amazing human being for being able to hold space for me and and want to hear my story and still love me and not shun me, you know, and still continue forward in the life that he has chosen to lead. Right. And I mean, really like that capacity, like I... I am amazed by that capacity. He is an amazing, amazing human being. And I'm just really grateful that he's my brother. So that's mm. my brother, my mm. sweet brother. Um, and then my mom, who is also just a phenomenal, phenomenal human being. Um, in my working through my healing process, uh, I realized, I don't know, it was probably a few months ago now, like it came up for me in one of my sessions. I was like, oh shit, I'm really angry at my mother. <laughs> like, I, and I'm like, yeah, you deserve to be yes. like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, she was also supposed to be caretaking you. She was supposed to be taking care of you. And uh, obviously, you know, something went a little awry yes. there. Yes. So, um, so having to deal with that, I think the last time I talked to you, I was just in absolute denial of, of having anger at her. Um, so having that come up and really having to like sit with it and feel it and, um, and just acknowledge it, uh, was really hard. Um, yeah. and and really good, really ultimately just very freeing for me. Um, because it's like, I allowed myself to extricate myself from trying to take care of her and holding space for her, because that's a pattern that I set up a long, long time ago when I was like a little girl yeah. having shit done to me and like realizing that this person didn't even know it was happening and and like actually needed help too you know um so so it's been really good for me to acknowledge that anger acknowledge that old pattern and just begin to move away from that old pattern and try to find something new with my mother and and to come from a place of relating to her, um, where I'm taking care of myself first, you know? So it's like, if I don't feel like I can have a conversation with my mother, then I don't need to answer the phone. That's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I can make that choice. Yes. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like she did the very best job that she could do with me. Again, she is in the place that she is in and we are all in totally different places. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been interesting for me kind of reframing my position in my family, mm -hmm. uh, and, and really coming from a place, uh, of relating to them in a way that serves me and yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's all of those things. Did you get a chance to talk to your mother? Like, have you guys went down the road of of me being angry at her? Yeah. yeah. What was What was interesting about that conversation was, um, it really highlighted the pattern for me. So mm. I did talk to her, and she immediately got defensive. Um, and just like, sh like showed me the pattern, showed me exactly 
why I did exactly what I did when I was a little girl. Like, no, I could not have told her any of this because she couldn't, she couldn't hold it. And, and I would have been in trouble. That was the whole thing. I, I had to go into this place of like, um, the pattern was, uh, I was, I, I had these, this secret, these feelings, these, this sadness, this anger, and I felt scared to express it because I felt like I was going to get in trouble. And yeah. it was like, oh, because you, because you would have, because you, because you would have, because you were, because she did not have the capacity to be able to, I mean, I just can't even imagine, like, my little girl did exactly what she needed to do when she was a little girl to survive. Yes. Like, yes. I did exactly what I needed to do. And so, yeah, talking about my mom about it and having her throw up those defenses, um, I was like, okay, okay. It was, it was, Aww. it was really just the perfect, like, it just showed me like, all right, you know what, Mandy, good job. Good mm -hmm. job. You did exactly what you needed to do. And, and this human being is only capable of what she's capable of. Yes. And she loves you so much. And what she wants is for you to be okay. Like, she just wants you to be okay, you know? So it's like the level that she relates to me on is like, how are you? And she wants to hear like, I'm good. <laughs> and sometimes I can tell her that. And when I can tell her that, I can answer the phone and I can tell her that. Sometimes I can't tell her that. Right. So I just don't answer the phone. Right. Like, that's okay, you know? Mm -hmm. she, she can't hold space for me uh, in certain ways. And and that's okay. She doesn't have to like, right. that's, that's, that's why I have this immense, amazing support system that I have now, you know, yeah. I have, I'm so well resourced now. I have amazing people surrounding me. I have created this beautiful family. I mean, like I, I, yeah, it was, it was a really, it was a perfect conversation. Um, as hard as it was, I mean, it was hard. Uh, don't get me wrong. Of course. <laughs> um, but but having that pattern reinforced was really the perfect way um, for me to know that like it's all good and everything is exactly as it should be. Yes. You know. But, yeah. 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 I mean, I yeah. really. I appreciate you and your ability, and I don't know if it's because you're a healer, but I think many other humans in the world possibly would assume or want to find power in when they when they expose something so big to their family, like you just did. You want yeah. it's, it's the shame and blame culture, right? This this idea of what we've been taught is like. I was, I went through this. Yeah. You have yeah. to join my side. Mm, yeah. You know, where it yeah. comes from the place of almost, it is hurt and which is fear, right? It's fear or love. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. hurt and pain and fear. But at the same time, I think that as Americans specifically, we really like to blame and then we really like to shame and then we can't, yeah. we can't detach from that. So it becomes this war where I'm yeah. working on myself. Like I, I've heard it and seen it in my own family and my, with friends. Like I'm doing these things for me and you're not supporting me because the, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is your ability to have the awareness that all these other people are simply like your radical acceptance of them and just saying, this is their path and their process. And I yeah. need to honor that because it's, yeah, I I can't control it, and they're they're absolutely right. their capacity is different than mine, and yes, it's just the most like it's really raw to hear someone say that, and I appreciate yeah. it so much because I think again, often in our relationships we get so enmeshed that it's we end up becoming people that are screaming, "You're never enough." At yeah. others. Uh, so like yeah. your ability to just be like, this is, this is their capacity, like to expect something more out of someone that doesn't, you're draining water from a rock or whatever, you know, right. you want. like there's, they, this is literally their best. And sometimes right. someone's best. I was just telling my daughter this recently, like, it sounds really judgmental, but I'm trying to get her to get like, Hey, sometimes people's best are a five on your scale of to 10. 
That's right. And there's nothing wrong right? with that. There's nothing there's, wrong right. with that. Right. Everybody's got a different scale. Yeah. And that, that, that's a compassionate yeah. boundary. That's where you're like, yes. your boundary, you're, you, you stay away and you serve with compassion and you, with that's love. Right. Right? That's, that's so right. So I just really appreciated how you've been able to <laughs> find your compassionate boundaries, number one, and worry about yeah. your own safety and well-being, but like also, you know, pause and feel the anger and feel the things and, and, and oh, let yeah. your body <laughs> get it and feel it and, and be yeah. okay with it without it being yeah. like, you didn't make me safe, mom. This is your fault. Like without all of those things where it's just yeah. a simple, like she, your little girl did exactly what was needed. That's right. To she be exactly what she needed who to you do. are today. To get me right yes. here. Exactly. Yes. It's so, That's right. so amazing. Like yes. so, so amazing. Yes. 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 Oh, so how, how has it affected your, um, with your immediate family, like your children and your husband and it's, I mean, I would say it's pretty great. I mean, <laughs> maybe not for everybody else all the time. I mean, okay. Let me not rose color it, but <laughs> let me think, let me think a little bit about that. Um, I mean, the support and love that I feel from my kids and my husband is just, oh, it's, I mean, it's like, I can just settle back into it. It's really, it's, it's just really fills me. And, um, you know, I, I, moving through healing your nervous system and, and healing deep, deep trauma, man, it's, it's a rough process, yeah. you know, and I am up and down and up and down. And I mean, my husband, especially, he is just, he, I, I truly have no words for, oh, Andy, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just like the gratitude, you know? Mm, yeah. I just yeah. have so much gratitude for just his presence and his uh, consistency and his love. I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. It's amazing. Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, that is amazing. That is it amazing. Really is. It's what you need. It's what you needed <laughs> and need. It's what I have always needed. And yes. yeah, and I just, um, yeah, yeah, I feel just beyond grateful for his presence. Um, That's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. So, yeah. What have you done yeah. with the um, elephant in the room? What have you done? Well, <laughs> excellent question. <laughs> so, um, again, I totally have no sense of time with this at all. That's okay. But maybe it was like mm, a couple months into COVID. Um, I had still been getting, I don't remember if I mentioned this to you. Oh, you know what I do want to say, actually, from the last podcast was I um I feel like I let him off in this way that I don't want <laughs> that I want to like um just say I, I believe I said something along the lines of I don't know maybe he doesn't know what he did and I just want to say he knows exactly what he did <laughs> he knows exactly what he did and that, I mean, that's all I want to say. He knows exactly what he did, and he knows how unacceptable it was. And he also is clearly a deeply, deeply wounded person. Oh, yes. And I, I mean, I, I really, really, really do feel for him. I spent my whole life, you know, I mean, I spent my whole life wanting to heal my father, not knowing why. Uh, but I, I truly like spent my whole life wanting to heal him. And of course now I'm like, Oh, well, <laughs> yes, that would be why. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully I put that pet project down, you know, 10 years ago. So, um, 
But what I have done in terms of that elephant is, um, you know, I, so I never, I, I, I believe I had written to him, written a letter to him the last time I talked to you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, never, I have, I have not heard from him since all of this, since I have confronted him, I have not heard anything from him. Um, but well, but that's not true. That's not true. The, the one thing that I was still getting from him was a birthday card at my birthday and then like uh, a Christmas card and, and he'd send with it like a hundred dollar gift card, which is just like, that's like what he does, you know? So he's still getting to be like, Oh, I'm such a great dad. Uh, my daughter won't talk to me. Uh, you know, like playing this definite victim thing, mm -hmm. which is what they do. That's yes. pretty classic. Yep. Uh, so he was still sending me these, these birthday cards. He sent us an anniversary card in March. And I think actually that one was the one that I was like, okay, I'm done. Don't fucking send me a card so you can feel like you're a great dad still and whatever. So I wrote him another letter. And in that letter, I specifically outlined what he did to me. I was like, I was like, okay, because the last time he was like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. So I was right. like, okay, buddy, this is what I'm talking about. This is what you did. This is graphic and horrible. But if you need me to Good like, lay it out for you, mm -hmm. I will. Yes. What you did. Um, I also, you know, I told him that I forgave him and that me forgiving him didn't mean that I ever wanted to see him again or, or anything like that. But it just meant that I wasn't carrying him around anymore. And bigger than that, I wasn't carrying his secret anymore. Um, which is yes. amazing. Yes. Um, and then I told him not to send me any, anything unless it was about the abuse. If he wants to write to me about the abuse and talk to me about the abuse, I am happy to hear whatever he wants to say. Whatever wow. he wants to say. Wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, yeah, don't send me cards yeah. for any occasion. Don't send my husband cards for any occasion. You may send your grandchildren whatever you would like. I'm not going to say you can't communicate with your grandchildren, but you should know that they know about the abuse. They know what happened. Uh, like I said, this is not like this is not a secret anymore. This is this is there's nothing that is hidden anymore here. Um, so I did that. Ooh, I felt it felt so incredible. It felt so amazing. Like I can't even tell you just all the the strings that. Yes. Yes. Just yes. like bing, 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 bing. Yes. Um, so great. Um, of course, I haven't. You know, haven't heard anything. I had no expectation of ever right. hearing anything. Right. Um, and then I finally, actually, in again, I have no idea with time, but. At some point after that, um, I had still been like having a few communications with my stepmother who's married to him, mm -hmm. who I also, you know, love dearly. Um, and I realized that again, it was like, I was, I was holding space in this way that I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Cause it was like, oh, well I should do this. And yeah. like, it would be like the good, right thing to do or whatever. And I was like, mm, no, actually it just doesn't feel good. Uh, because I think she forwarded me some email and my father was also on the board and I was like, man, fuck that. Like, right. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, don't act like everything's okay here and you can send me some stupid email forward, you know? Right. So yes. I, so I emailed her, I wrote to her and I just let her know that I loved her and that I was really grateful for her presence in my life and for the love that she has given me and my children and for the love that she still gets my father, because it's so important, like he needs that. Um, but that because of her connection with him, that I just 
uh, didn't feel, I, I, I couldn't carry on a relationship with her. Um, and, uh, yeah, that also really felt great. I mean, and I've also said to her, like, I don't feel the need to get into the details of any of this with you, you know, like you don't need to hear any, like that's, that's, there's nothing productive in that. Right. But for myself, like, I love you. Thank you. And I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, out. Right. So. Yeah. Because that could be, again, it's like triangulation in a, in a weird way. It like, is. Where That's it's exactly like right. The expectation just hits and then it's triggering. And then it's like, yes, all the, right. all the strings are just like, just snip, yeah. snip, yes. snip, yeah. snip, snip. Yes. Exactly. It's exactly. So God, it's so awesome. good. I'm like, thank the fucking because that's the thing is like a holiday would come up or like my birthday would come and I'd be like, fuck, the card's gonna come. I'm gonna, you know, and now I'm like, there's nothing coming. Like, yes. no. Yes. I do not have to put up with that shit. I mean, right. that's the thing. Like, for like, you know, my husband's so great because he was framing it for me. He's like, well, we can, you know, whatever. We'll just take that hundred dollars and like put it towards something productive and it's good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like fucking no right i understand right right yeah like it feels it's dirty money at that point like it feels dirty (laughs) so yeah that i just feel uh it's just so so unburdened with all of that so good it feels so good so So this will be your first holiday season where yes Exactly. My birthday's coming up in a week and it'll be my first oh my birthday God. where I don't have to get that like nasty card. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Then, yeah. This is the first holiday season where I don't have any like weird strings and I'm, and I'm not going to send anything. Like last year I like sent her a present and ugh. Right. Yeah. Done with that shit. Yes. And you, um, you changed your name. I've changed my name. That I yes. thought was like, oh my god, like that's yeah, huge. That's Can you tell us it's, about that process? Because that was freaking so, rad, Mandy. So rad. So, thank you. Um, yeah, man, that process, like, I mean, that was so. I knew that I had another name, but I was like, I number one felt like uh, it took me a while to know what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat, I think I finally, no, I knew, I knew before the last time I sat in ceremony. Um, finally, when I knew the name, uh, which is Tigre, by the way, mm-hmm. um, when I finally knew the name, then I had this whole process of actually having to come into and own the name, you know, because it's like, it's a big name and it's such an energetic shift. Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've kept my middle name, um, is Louise, which is a maternal matrilineal line. So awesome. my mother's middle name is Louise and my grandmother's middle name is Louise. My daughter's middle name is Louise. You know, it's like, and that felt really important for me to carry forward. Um, and Mandy is just so my name, but my given name, um, I was given the name Amanda and I have changed uh, Amanda to Mandala. Cause mm. like, oh, I'm like all about mandalas. Mm-hmm. Like I, I doodle them continuously. Like it just, that was like, just felt like such a clear Yes. And then, yeah, Tigre, Tiger has been my, I think it was probably like five years ago that Tiger first, like I consciously acknowledged Tiger and Tiger showed up for me in this healing that I had where I was riding her. I was riding on her back, moving through this journey. And um, I mean, just embodying her, embodying that um, fierce, nest yeah Um, yeah is so good and of course I realize now like growing up I always had a tiger striped tabby cat like I always had an orange tabby cat like I'm like oh you've always been here like tiger has always been with me but 
yeah, but I'm finally ready to really own the Tigre. So that was badass. Yeah. I thought too, like the fact that you were just these big, I mean, name changes are a pain in the ass. They are they the are biggest. And like knowing what that process is and just saying, this is my, my new identity. I'm rebirthing myself. Oh, like I felt yes. like you just were, yeah, I could feel the, the, the strings snipping off and yes, like yes, yes, it yes. just unraveled. It just yes. unraveled. Yes. Yeah. Do yeah. No, it's, it's a huge part of my process. And it was so clearly like, like it had to be done. Yeah. And I'm just right now, like even yesterday, I had a couple phone calls. I, I my social security number has been, my name is officially changed. The card is on its way to me. Like I just had that confirmation on the phone yesterday. I was just like, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. For the first time, like, so I called social security yesterday. And for the first time, uh, when I was asked my name, my expectation is that they're asking for my old name. So I said my old name and she was like, mm, what's your new name? And I said, Mandala Tigre. And she's like, yeah, we've got you changed. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> so amazing for someone to have the expectation of my real name, you know, like, yes. oh, I can't even tell you. So good. Yes. So yes to good. all that. Yeah. yeah. So do your kids, did your kids choose to establish keep relationships or keep it as is I mean where where that's yeah, like that that's a really them. interesting piece of the nugget because of yeah your so ability to be so honest yeah with them is so huge yeah. and I just wondered yeah. like children are children whether they're 16 or 13 or 8 like 4 or oh, 5 like uh, it's so such a big 44 and, you know. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so how yeah, are they how are they with it all and what does that look like for them you know they um so I guess for this my daughter had her birthday um in the summer and my father contacted my ex-husband to ask him if he could send her card to his house and wow my ex and that's yeah. a lot of effort. Like, right? holy, I know. hold on, buddy. Just keep holding I, on to all the things. Right? Like, that is. I know. I know. I know. And so my ex-husband, like, I think he just, I don't know if he texted me or called me. And he was like, I got this, you know, I got this message. Uh, like, is that okay with you? And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, yeah, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is then, like, the card didn't arrive and it didn't arrive. And like, it arrives like three weeks after her birthday. And it's like all mauled and has like been through who knows what, which I was like, that's so interesting. <laughs> like, it's very interesting. Like, yeah. Anyway. So, oh my God. Uh, you know, they, I know, I know. They haven't extended themselves to him. Um, I mean, and I know that he's just in this, like, pit of shame. Mm -hmm. uh, so, again, I think, like, he is doing, like, sending the cards with the $100 gift card. Mm -hmm. and, I, and that's kind of the extent at this point. Um, I know, I mean, I know my son hasn't had any contact. Um, right. Yeah, and they... And, and they are just kind of I think they've just kind of stepped back from it um you know my daughter was just I, I think I said last time we talked like she was immediately like mom I always knew there was something off there like yeah. she was like I felt that like she was so like whatever um mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. totally it was harder for my son. He had a lot more invested in that relationship. Um, and my father was, um, before my husband came along, my father was, uh, I mean, just a big male grounding presence in my son's life. So mm. it was a harder knock for him to, you know, it, like, uh, I don't know if I mentioned before, like the total patriarchy that my family structure has been but like it was a super patriarchy i mean i maybe it still is i don't know because i've stepped back from mm -hmm. all of it um but yeah like it was a big this he had a long way to fall you know for my son especially 
Um, so, I mean, my son's doing great. Um, he's really like, especially in the last few months, like just really opening up and coming into himself in this new adult way, which is just phenomenal to witness. He's 17. He'll be 18 in January. Uh, And yeah, I think, you know, he, he processes very quietly, very, uh, in his own way, very privately, you know? Um, so we've had a couple conversations about it, but it's not something that he, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that he really talks about very much. Um, but yeah, I would say there's definitely just been a stepping back for them. Right. Um, understandably. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think sometimes that, okay. So I, I think, I don't know if I've ever told you this or not, but I'm going through generational trauma somatic archaeology is my chosen thing and I've been excavating through that for about a good year and a half ish so you know writing out timelines right really going down the road and then that's brought up conversations with for me to have with my parents ask that question from that space of like you know you've stopped the buck here Mandy like you've said to your family you've said to your family I'm gonna stop and feel this yeah. And for yeah. my children, for myself, for my children, and yeah. and they get to be a part of it. And it's so yeah. big that they get yeah. to say, wait a minute. I mean, they don't understand it right now, but like someday they're going to say that this family, I love my family so much. I'm so yeah. fortunate that I can like shake the trees and ask questions yeah. that are, yeah. that may make us really uncomfortable and we can work right. through it, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, together with honest, open communication. Yes, we will get hurt feelings, but that's okay. It's part of this big, huge process because I want to feel the pain. I want to know what it is and I want to stop it. I want to say no more, right? Yeah. Whether it's the patriarchy, whether it's, you know, sexual abuse, whether it's neglect, you know, whatever the thing is, it's this, it's in your physiology, it's in Absolutely. your bloodstream. Yes. So you just inherit this pile of yeah, shit. You do. Yes, you totally do. I know. Thanks, guys. I know, and you it's in this is it's like an invisible pile oh. of shit, but you can taste it. Like it's so oh. weird. Oh, yeah. And it makes you feel yeah. crazy. Like it can make you feel crazy. Yeah. So I wondered, like, with all that being said, everything we just you just told us your amazing growth experience and what you're experiencing and how you're being so open and trying different modalities and different things Uh Uh until Uh you find what works for you Uh for somebody that's carrying a secret in the world for somebody that's carrying someone else's secret for somebody that is in a similar situation yeah and they know you know I'm I'm saying this as if they know that there is something because I don't I don't think you did know I didn't know. I mean, that's the thing is I, I think what I have realized in uncovering my secret that I kept from myself is there are a lot of people keeping secrets from themselves. And I see them a lot because I, I attract them, you know, because that's my story. And so now I see them these people who have these secrets locked in, in their bodies that they aren't consciously aware of. And it's, um, I am, I am definitely in the process of figuring out, uh, the best way forward for all of us, you know, like I, I am moving forward personally. Um, and I think right now, the most powerful way I can help people is to just continue to tell my story and, and, and get more and more articulate about, um, about what that story is and how these things unfold and what my journey into myself has been. Um, because so many of us have, 
have really awful secrets locked away inside of us um, that we don't even know about. You know, people are like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And, you know, like my body does all these things and I don't know what's wrong with it. And it's like, we've created these internal battles um, when our bodies are just these brilliant, brilliant pieces of, of amazing life that, that, protect us and serve us and, and take us forward every day. So yeah, I know that I have a, have a memoir to write. Like I know that that is coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm just like trying to allow it to have its natural flow and process. But, um, but I think that being, um, the thing that I see so often in people is how, hard they are on themselves for just being themselves you know like like people are it's it's crazy how how mean people are to themselves and so the more I can say to people um please be gentle with yourself and please know that that there is a reason that you that you do this and that you do this like like you have formed perfectly for for what your situation was and and it's quite possible that you don't know what that situation was i i really want to shine a light on that for people that trauma gets buried deep down inside we do what we need to do to survive we are survivors Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. human beings man we like we survive so yeah, the more gentle we can be with ourselves and, and the more we can hold our traumatized little beings, the better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That memoir needs to happen because the one thing that I really, um, this is such a weird thing to remember specifically about our, our original recording, but because I've recorded so many and because I'm so heavy in it. Um, and I, I do believe it's because you're a healer like yourself and you're very aware of your body a lot and where you feel things in your body. Yeah. And that yeah. like for someone like me, I'm just now like in the last year saying, where do you feel it? When I'm upset, where, where am I feeling? I'm just getting there and I'm 44, right? Like, cause it's survival mode. You don't take time for yourself. No. What's that? You were so quick even back when we recorded to know that you, you had stated, and I loved it so much that you said, I've had this thing with my throat my whole life. Mm. Oh my God. Like, but you knew it. You knew. Like I, I like, I, every time I think about that, I'm like, Oh fuck. Mm. Like that, those things being so hyper aware of your body tells you things. With, oh gosh, right? Oh my gosh, it does. Your body screams at us like, hello. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Sweet, lovely bodies. They are just yes. like, oh, they are our greatest allies. Like they are just like working so hard. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. But you know, when you're in survivor mode, you don't, you can't, you just, it just is not existing. Oh God, no, it's just, it's like, just like, yeah. I got to get, I got to survive just, the next five minutes or. Exactly. Like, I'm going to get through this minute and then the next one and then the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you think, um, do you think with, I know we kind of talked about this prior, but do you think with the COVID and with the racial injustice and with the revolution and with all the things that this year has brought, um, do you think it has, um, helped you or hindered or, like, what do you think about that energy along with your own? Yeah, uh, it has been so immensely helpful for me. So immensely helpful. I mean, because number one, and maybe just number everything, uh, it has forced me inside, like literally first forced me inside, you know, and then consequently just forced me inside. Like I have had to turn in and I've had the amazing gift. I mean, it felt like such a gift to be given uh, for a period of time, not to have to hold space for anybody, like not to, I, I couldn't hold space for anybody else. You know, I'm used to like facilitating these groups and just like always having these people. Like I'm just always like, 
yeah. out here, out here, out here. And that stopped happening, you know? So it was like, okay, we are going in, we are going in. And it allowed me, it has allowed me and continues to allow me to just, yeah, to just really be present with myself in a way that I absolutely was not capable of before COVID hit. I was not capable of it because I was tracking so many things and running this business and, and, you know, like I, I, I couldn't do the healing work that I have done without COVID. So thank you. COVID-19. I mean, that's a huge. Take that lightly because I know that it is like a horrible, you know, I mean, I know that so many lives have been lost and, and it's horrible, but it also really has allowed us to feel like to get into our own healing fodder mm-hmm. in a way that, yeah, I don't think that so many of us were capable of before. I certainly was not capable of being where I am now without, yeah, without COVID. I know. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like, cause it's so bad. It's so terrible. Like, I know. but there's some beauty, silver linings, things in every, where there's dark, there's light yeah. and there's light. Yeah. If, 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 you can have the privilege and the time to find it, right? Like that's, that is exactly right. Yeah, that is exactly the gift that we have been given. Yep. is yeah. Yep. We can shine a light on all the mucky, mucky, mm-hmm. mucky muck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Mandy, I appreciate this so much. Uh-huh. You're amazing. So like I, I love you. Like I love you so much. I think you're just. I love you. incredible and I admire your I don't want to use the word resilience because I'm tired of that word like I feel like it comes with a lot of attachments of um of our past is as 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 just women and minority groups in general and so I don't want to use resilience but I want to say that you are eager and you like your last name fits you because you're you're you wanna you wanna get in there and you're not you're not scared and you have no fear and I hope that you continue leaning in and I hope that I get to read your memoir someday because uh, it's and I'm I'm so so grateful I found you. I'm so grateful that you shared and I'm so grateful that you found so much power in a part of the journey of your healing. Like it was a starter and a and a yes. kicker. Like it just was like Absolutely. It was a total catalyst for uh, yeah makes me just so like a, an amazing blah, 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 of transformation yes. yeah I'm so 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 grateful so grateful I know. oh and also I want to say I am scared I totally I am know. scared I know but it doesn't stop like, you I just I just lean into it that's right. right like fear it's it's we're all scared we're all fucking terrified and just acknowledging that and being like yes I'm terrified and here I go is like I feel like that's the magic, you know, it is lean the magic. into the fear. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. carry secrets and they're scared to shake the, the trees of the families and, and ruin the, the, oh my gosh. the, the world. Yes. Of, it's, it's very it's, fearful. Like it is, there's nothing but fear. Terrifying. But it's the, terrifying. The love that you can receive yeah. to yourself, that you're just yes. you, if it's just you versus you and you can just drop the fear. And get yes. out and, and say yes. the things you need. Yes. Speak your truth. You end up loving yourself. Yes, it's amazing. It's so amazing to love yourself. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And then to be loved, I, to actually receive love how you're I supposed know. to. No, it's really, oh, it's so good. I feel so grateful for the whole journey. Actually, wait, I have to tell you this really quick. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I was, I, I was leaving the bank from doing my name change. And I had this really lovely, amazing moment of feeling this immense gratitude uh, for my father, for this whole shit show, uh, because this name that I am now embodying, Mm. like, I am so grateful to be right here right now. And it was such, such an awesome sort of just felt like this whole full circle thing to come to like, thank you, dad. Thank you. You know? Um, yeah. Cause so. yeah, no, I think that 
I'm glad that you said, I'm gl so glad that you said that because um, yeah. often with, with that kind of trauma, especially you, you can never get there and it's a part of your path and a part of your, you're rebirthing yourself. You're finding your whole oh my new gosh, person completely. and without his never, actions. Right. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. I could not possibly be where I am right now without all of it. So I really do feel grateful for every little piece of it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But good job on those boundaries, Mandy. <laughs> so good job. So, uh, yeah. Just saying good job. <laughs> So there you have it. Wow, right? Wasn't it cool to listen to where they started and how far they've come and all the changes that they've made and just being able to untie all the strings, uh, all the attachments? It's, uh, wow. Again, Mandy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with me. <sighs> Mandy. Mandy's nonprofit choice, uh, the Joyful Heart Foundation, and their mission is to transform society's response to sexual assault, domestic violence, and child abuse and support survivors healing and end the violence forever, which is an awesome foundation. I will put this up all over the places. Um, my nonprofit choice is Rahab Sisters. I talk about them all the time. I'll put up their link. And I also wanted to plug Mandy's business. Uh, Mandy owns a studio in Portland. It's PilatesPDX.com, PilatesPDX.com. Um, and she has tons of virtual classes available um, if you're if you're down to do that. Or you could go in. I think she's doing the social distancing thing. So, like, there, there's that. If you want to meet Mandy or know who Mandy is or know more, um, she is a healer herself. So there's other appointments that you can make with her if you're interested in something like that. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. I don't know where I'd be if you didn't listen. I'd just be doing this for myself, which would be fine. It would be fine. But um, yeah, thanks so much for listening and hope the rest of your week, wherever that is for you, you can lead with a lot of love in your heart and a lot of compassion. I hope Trump lost. Bye.